Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Yeah, so this has been going on actually for, what, three months now? And uh, apparently AT&T does not know how phones work. That's the only thing that I can, it's the only thing I can uh, ascertain. The only conclusion. They don't, they do not know how phones work anymore. Maybe they went too far into the mobile app development stuff. I don't know. Maybe the focus on cell phones. Um Made them forget how actual landlines are supposed to function. I don't know. But it's now been, what, three months, and apparently they just, they they cannot figure out phones. AT&T, I don't, oh, you know, it's probably, no, because they didn't even develop the, maybe they're still learning, like, all of the, the television stuff. Is that the deal? Got all in on the TV and the fiber for the interweb. And so now they just don't do telephones anymore. So like the phone number, we, we have a, we have a program here. Like it's a call screening software, call screening program. It feeds from a phone line into this little uh, numbers pad. And I just punch up the numbers. So I'll do this. Uh, I'm going to pull the audio up there. And Oh, is there even no audio? Is that phone? Oh yeah, there it is. Okay. All right. So there's line one. Let's see what happens. What, what does line two sound like? All right, yeah, sounds sounds legit. Difference is, you can't call that one. It doesn't roll over. Here's three. No, it, sa- it sounds like there's a line there, but there's not. Or is there? AT&T can't tell us. I'm not sure why. They don't know why. I don't even think they're talking to us anymore. Is it us? Is it me? Did I do something? Am I? No, I know it's not us. Because they did the same thing to our sister station, the sports station. I know I'm down a rabbit hole here. I, I'm just like, I'm kind of fed up with it. <laughs> they kept them off. They had no phone line at all. I mean, I've, I count myself lucky, I guess. I have one line. The problem is, though, when you call the one line, everybody else that tries to call gets a busy signal. You know how hard it is to give away tickets to, like, the 11th caller? I mean, it's not hard for me, but it's hard for Bernie. And you know me, I'm an empathetic guy, so like I, I see the, the, the torture and the pain. They, the sports station down the hall, they, they didn't have any phones for six months. How do you do radio shows without calls, especially on a sports talk station? Right? Like the whole thing is like caller driven, right? A lot of the, like you want people to interact in all of this. It's amazing. So here's so from now on, here's the deal. We have one line, 704-570-1110. It doesn't roll over to any of the remaining, what, seven that we have. We do have the 1-800 line, 1-800-WBT-1110. But if, any, if anybody gets in and they call that line, everybody else gets a busy signal. And, and um, if you hang up, we don't know. The call doesn't hang up on our side. They can't figure that out either. Again, 
It's telephones. So I guess AT&T doesn't understand telephones anymore. So here's, here's the thing. If you call at any point and you get a busy signal, you should just call AT&T and just have them route you to us somehow. See if they can do that. See if they'll do a call forwarding kind of a program. Because I, I don't know what else to tell anybody. Like, there's, we have one line available, and that's it. Are they an advertiser of ours? I hope I did. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. So send me an email if you want. Pete at the thepetecalendarshow.com. Would love to be able to get somebody to, to get AT&T to fix it. The people that we have, that we employ, that know this stuff, they can't get AT&T. I don't even think they can get them on the phone. Oh, maybe they don't even have phones that work at AT&T. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to think through all the possible angles here. Because we don't want to lose our number. It's, it's our 704-570-1110, right? That's, are they trying, are they trying to get rid of our number? Is that what's happening? I don't know. See, like uh, the Friday before Halloween or something, or maybe Halloween, maybe it gets fixed by Halloween. But, you know, I always like to have a little fun with the Halloween subjects and talk about costumes and that sort of thing. Can't do it. Can't do a caller-driven topic. Sorry. Not that I do a lot of them. But when I choose to do them, I, you know, I would like the opportunity to do that. I would like the opportunity to give, you know, tickets away to somebody besides the very first caller because we can't literally get any other calls into our system. Maybe it's Israel's fault. I don't know. I, well, I, I only say that because it's like everybody's blaming Israel for everything nowadays, it seems. So I'm just going to... Maybe it's Israel. I don't know. By the way, do you know what the most popular uh, costume is this year? Barbie. Barbie is the most popular. I would assume Ken as well. Barbie and Ken. But maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to assign any kind of, you know, uh, gender constructs to anybody. Google Trends. They released a list of the most popular Halloween costumes for 2023. According uh, to their tally, number one is Barbie. Uh, number two, Princess. I don't know if that's, is that somebody's name? Is that a character? Isn't Princess, isn't she from the Mario, uh, Super Mario Brothers Princess, right? So maybe that's her, or maybe it's just a generic princess. Because then there's Spider-Man, and then there is Witch. So maybe Princess is just a generic princess, your own princess, whatever. So the, so Barbie, Princess, Spider-Man, Witch is number four, and five is Fairy. It's actually Princess Peach. I meant to that's tell you. right, Princess, princess Peach. Peach. Okay, so it's just yeah, yeah. a generic princess. Right, right, right. Oh, we just got a caller. Um, Why are you clogging up my line? I'm not. I'm All right, not, sorry. I'm not going to divulge <laughs> names, but she did say she had a contact at AT&T and that she would try to reach out to them today. Oh, bless your heart. Oh, my goodness. So thank you, ma'am. That would be amazing. As amazing as the ineptitude at AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> no, that really would be awesome. Um, yeah, maybe we can, maybe we can give uh, uh, tickets away sometime to, like, the third caller. Like, I'm reaching for the stars here. I know it. Um, Barbie, princess, Spider-Man, witch, fairy. 
Only one of those. Unless I unless I uh, throw Ken in with Barbie there. But all of those seem to be costumes more suited for people who are so birthing people. Uh, signed female at birth by the doctor and... Uh, Right? I don't understand. Do guys just not dress up for Halloween? Is it, I guess it maybe is more of a. Well, no. I don't. There's only one. Spider Man. Then the next one is number six, Wednesday Adams. I think they just released some TV show about her or something from the Adams family, right? And then there's a dinosaur, which has got to be that inflatable costume thing, you know, which are hilarious at the, uh, at the basketball games and such. Um, oh, here we go. Number eight, cowboy. Number nine, ninja. And number 10, bunny. And then 11 is rabbit. I think, I don't know. I think we could have com- combined those two, don't you think? And if you had combined, because I think bunny, rabbit, I mean, you, it's literally this, like if you, people call them bunny rabbits, right? You put it together. I think that could have actually been higher up the list. And I got to tell you. Never seen it. Never seen anybody dressed as a bunny rabbit except at Easter. And even then, it's usually at like some, you know, downtown after five event or something or a Easter egg hunt, something like that. I've never seen, I've never seen bunny rabbit for Halloween. I've never seen somebody dressed as a ninja. I've never seen anybody dressed as a dinosaur for Halloween either. Although I did see one walking down the street in downtown Asheville one time, but that wasn't Halloween. They were just walking across the street. I got a picture of it. Um, it was almost like an Abbey Road kind of a shot, too. They were, like, walking in the crosswalk, and I was sitting at the light, and I saw this. It would have been better if there were more dinosaurs, no doubt. It would have been better if there were, like, four dinosaurs walking across the street like that, but there was one, and that was, I thought it was hysterical, so I took a picture of it. Um, let's see here. I was a cowboy once for uh, Halloween. Most comfortable. Most comfortable costume ever. I've got an idea, though. So I just saw this one's number 12. Pirate. And I, and I got an idea now for my costume for this year. Uh, so I do have some messages here. Let me see. Um, here is a, a tweet, or sorry, a message to Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. Pete, call Spectrum. Why? Why would you say such a nasty thing like that to me? I do not have any control over whatever the corporate accounts and who chooses what service and all of that. I have no control over that. I can tell you um, I am ambivalent about like when people I, I don't understand people are like, oh, I like this company better than that other company. And these are the two companies they are talking about. I don't know why. Like I'm. It's purely transactional. If you can't give me what I need, I'm out. For me, at least. And so, like, for example, when I was in Asheville, uh, Verizon's phone signal, uh, their mobile, was is terrible up there. Uh, a lot of mountains, and they don't, they don't have a lot of towers, and Asheville doesn't like letting anybody build anything. And so, uh, anyway, so U.S. or, yeah, U.S. Cellular they had the best footprint up in the mountains and then AT&T bought them. And so AT&T got the, um, got the good footprint. So, uh, Christy and I, we moved into an apartment and, uh, we had them, uh, we had them run 
I think it was AT&T first. Oh, no, it was Spectrum first. And they could not, after like six visits, they could not figure out how we were getting internet in our apartment. Or, yeah, they could not figure it out. Because they're, they're testing their lines, our line in the apartment, and it's showing that there's no signal. Yet, you turn on your phone and you do the speed test and you're connected. And finally, we were like, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, I'm done trying to figure this out with you guys. We're going to a different, uh, going to uh, AT&T. And it was great. It was fine up there. It, it gave us good internet and everything else. Well, then we move into our house. After the pandemic, we're like, you shut down all of our stuff in our apartment. We have no amenities. So we, uh, we built a house, you know, in a neighborhood that was under construction. And we bought one of those. And uh, at this point now, I'm doing the podcast and I need internet in order to do my job, right? So have them set up the, I set the appointment up. And while Christy and our, uh, her sister and uh, brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, like they're packing up some stuff at the other uh, apartment. And I had to stay and wait on the AT&T guy to come do the install. They never showed, never showed a six hour window. I lost six hours of moving because I was just waiting on somebody to show. They never show. I call, and that's when they tell me, you don't have service in that area. I said, well, but you guys said we did have service. That's why we booked the appointment and everything. Like, no, there's no line out there. But they booked the appointment and told us there was. And the only reason I found that out was because it took me like six times uh, calling to get somebody to tell me that. Called Spectrum. They were out the next morning, put in the line. Crisis averted. Now we move back here. I got AT&T because it's got fiber. It was in the neighborhood, so we that's why I picked it. That's it. Like it's purely transactional. And if you cannot do a simple thing like connect a phone line, like I have very little use for you as a company. That's anyway. So um oh, he's uh who is this? Uh I think the Bidens may own AT&T stock. That's possible. Um Pete, you should count your blessings. I only have one line, and I'm in a house. Enjoy your show daily. Okay. Um, Greg says AT&T is trying to do away with all of their copper lines. Well, mission accomplished here. Got rid of seven of them. <laughs> I read somewhere I read somewhere that in a survey, the telecoms, ISPs are the most complained about companies. That takes a lot to tick off people more than the airlines. Oh, it takes a lot to tick off people more than the airlines or the DMV. That's true. Yeah, when you're yeah, when your satisfaction rates are lower than DMV, like reassess your your mission, your business plan. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. 
Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? All right, I have a bunch of emails to get to. Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. I'm not even going to give out the phone number anymore. It's just because here's the other thing, too. We get we get calls and we can't and, no, and there's nobody there. And so Bernie's constantly going over and answering the phone and there isn't any, there's nobody on the line. But as long as it's ringing, nobody else can get through. Real people can't get through either. So I, it's like I don't even I don't even want to tell people to call. So instead of calling us, just call AT&T. That's all. Um, all right, let me get to some emails here. Pete, it sounds like you have an extremely outdated phone service. I use Vanage for my business phones, and it's amazing. Really, you should have management look into this. Oh, management is very aware of all of this. This has been a fight. Like I said, this, like, for the last, first it was down the hall. It was at WFNZ. It was the sports station, and they didn't even have any phones for like six months, seven months or something like that. Constantly fighting, constantly trying to get some sort of response. Um, and and then it, like as soon as they got theirs fixed, ours broke. It's just ridiculous. Um, let me see here. This is Walter. Uh, Walter says... AT&T is messed up when it comes to hosting the phone lines, but they can make them work. Ring Central, not the best, but consistently keeps the lines running, and I've used them since 2009. I manage over 40 call center. I manage over 40 call centers plus the rest of the telecom and data network for the state of Michigan, and I can say you need to pressure them for the A team as you must have the third stringers in there. <laughs> well, that's possible. Uh, many Things of queuing, rollover, or shared lines are all programmable. Did you get a new system lately? What is it? Is it all software-based like Finesse or uh, I, I don't know. Uh, in contact, nice, Avaya, Cisco, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know local business AT&T representatives other than those wanting me to buy their cell phones for my business, which is not going to happen. <laughs> uh Typically, if your support personnel, do you have them, can call them out on Twitter, then they'll ask to message them privately. All right, well, I'll I'll use Elon's platform if I have to. I'm just, I'm like just fed up. And I, I don't even know any of the details. I, I ask about it every now and again. And then uh, Ron, the beloved engineer we have here, um, he starts, you know, speaking words that I don't know what they are. And... Like, I can't follow it. I don't know the technology side of it. I, I, but I, I shouldn't have to, you know? I shouldn't have to. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's all on AT&T's end. Um, but thank you, Walter. I appreciate it. Uh, Johnny says, uh, eight, doesn't AT&T stand for American Telegraph and Telephone? Weren't they pioneers in communication? Maybe switch back to the Telegraph for a minute until they figure it out. Uh, great show. I listen every day on my lunch break. Maybe that's what we should start. Uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll give out some uh, telegraph codes. How about that? Oh, on uh, on Twitter, Steve says AT and T ain't telephoning today. Very nice. 
Very nice, Steve. Um, the truth about your phone lines. Dan says, for at least 30 years, there have been a lot of choices for business phone and telecom services and systems far and beyond Ma Bell. I'm not here to defend AT&T. Frankly, they're among the worst. But in the last 35 years, I've owned or managed companies and businesses of all sizes and never had prolonged problems with failed or substandard phone and telecom providers. If they were unable to provide what we needed, I showed them the door and replaced them with somebody who could get the job done. If you're being told by your station or corporate management that AT&T is the problem, they are peeing on your shoes and tell you it's raining. They might be the source of the problem, but that's truly fixable. I don't know, man. From what I understand, AT&T isn't even, they're not even like, they're not even trying to fix it. They're not even talking to us. Um, all right, so let me go back. Let me make sure I've got everybody on the AT&T topic here before I roll back to the costumes. Okay, so I said I had an idea for my... Um, for my uh, costume this year. Cause I, like I bought one of those things at the big box stores, you know, one of the costumes and I wanted something that was going to be uh, versatile. So it was just like some shredded black, uh, almost like a smock. And then there was a mask to it. The problem is that the mask masks are not, they're not great. If you're going to Halloween parties, cause you got to take the mask off. And with the, you know, warm weather, it's, it's not, it's not comfortable. These are like, this was like a big rubber masks, you know? So I didn't like it, but it was like a skeleton face. And, um, so I'm thinking some, I got to do something different. And it's funny. Cause as I was saying, I was reading through the list and I came to number 12 was pirate. And that I said, I have an idea and it's funny. And I went to break and during the break, I get an email from Greg who had the same thought, except like last year. I was a porch pirate. Eye patch, a hoodie, and a stolen package. And that's, I wasn't going to do the hoodie. But now, because I, I was kind of curious, like, what do I, because I have an eye patch. I have an eye patch. So I can, I can put the eye patch on, and I think we've got an Amazon box or like 17 laying around the house. And I can, I'm going to get a couple of them. I'm going to reassemble them. And then I'm going to like maybe tape them together. So it'll be like a stack, like a small stack, like just two or three small boxes, you know, or maybe just one, maybe just bring one, just carry around one Amazon box and have the eye patch. And I was going to do like a bandana over the head, maybe punch out one of my teeth, chop off a leg. I don't know. Um, for the pig leg thing, but I'm like, no, cause that's like, that's more captain ish, right? That's more of a, that's more of the captain. And so you don't have to be the captain. You could just be like the, what do they call them, swabbies or whatever, the guys that just like swab the deck. Is that what it's called? Moppers, whatever. Um, I could wear a T-shirt, right? Ooh, I go into the attic. Oh, wait, now I just had another idea. I could take all of my old fat clothes that I stuffed into a box and put in the attic, and I could just pad them. I just fill them all the way back up. People might think that I'm mocking fat people, though. That might not work. But I could use it as part of the costume. Yeah, so Porch Pirate, I think that's what I'm going to do. I don't have a hoodie, though. Maybe I go steal one. Um, this, is, uh, this is from uh, Keith. My favorite Halloween costume is Adam. 
depending on weather and temperature, uh, determines the weather and temperature determines whether it's Adam before or after he ate the fruit. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know how much that fig leaf is, uh, is going to warm you. Dinosaur costumes are kind of for the little ones. Oh, now that's adorable. So, yes, uh, Melissa has sent uh, pictures of the little kids with the dinosaur, the little dinosaur costumes. That is adorable. Okay, so, yeah, I, I get it. It's just a green bodysuit with the, with the spikes off the back like a stegosaurus has or whatever. That makes sense. That is true. Look, I come from the age where the only costumes you ever got to purchase, like legit purchase costumes in stores, they were plastic. They were they came in a in a folded square, right? And they were plastic. It was a trash bag. It was a colored trash bag. And you would put it I was Batman one year. And I got up on stage in like second grade or something and the part of the Halloween costume contest where they bring everybody on stage, and I'm up there next to uh, John D'Agostino, and he's got, uh, he's got a Batman costume, but his mom made his out of, like, felt. So I lost. I'm not scarred. Not at all. Let me see here. Joseph says, uh, Pete, I already spend half of my time waiting on hold to talk to someone at AT&T so I can complain about the service. I don't want to turn on the radio and go through it, too. Talk about... Mayo chup or something. Stop trying to make mayo chup happen. All right? It's just not going to happen. It's called Russian dressing. I know it well because that's what we had on our iceberg lettuce. And that was our salad as kids. That's what counted as salad in the calendar household. It was iceberg lettuce with mayo and ketchup. Whipped together with a fork. We didn't have whisks? What are you talking about? Whisk. I didn't see a whisk until I went to work in a restaurant. I had no idea what it was. We had forks. And that was good enough for us. And we were happy. We were appreciative of it. Anyway. Um, maybe the bunny outfit is the adult nod to Hugh Hefner and Rabbit is the plush animal costumes. Well, that's, uh, that's a good point. Because I don't understand why Bunny is number 10 on the list of most popular costumes and Rabbit is number 11. Like, it seems you could put them both together and it would be Bunny Rabbit, Bunny Rabbit, Bunny Slash Rabbit, whatever. It would be one category. It should be one. And then it would probably move ahead. I mean, it would probably go up above, you know, Ninja, Cowboy, maybe Dinosaur. I don't know. Maybe it could be number one. Maybe Bunny Rabbits, when combined, are the number one costume. I don't know. The number one costume is Barbie for this year. And now keep in mind, this is off of the, um, this is from Google Trends. And so let me read the rest of this. This is billboard.com. Oh, Swift is, Taylor Swift is uh, number 22. You got to be pretty confident to go as Taylor Swift. Right? I, I mean, well, you uh, it, it makes sense if you also have some guy that you're going with and he can be that football player, right? Dress up as that football player, then that could that, that would be a good couple, uh, couple's costume. 
Barbie reigns supreme this Halloween, given the popularity of the Barbie movie. It's no surprise. Coming in at number four is a witch. Not sure how... Uh, not sure. Oh, then it's trying to get me to buy something. Zombie costumes, as well as ninja, ghost, and vampire costumes, also made the list, along with characters like Harley Quinn, who landed in the top 25. Tinkerbell, Monsters, Inc., and Pokemon fall later down the line, along with Alien, Angel, Devil, Skeleton, and Renaissance Wear. Not fair, Renaissance Wear. Which, that might actually be, that might be a good idea. Because if I buy the Renaissance wear, then I can use it more than one day out of the year. I can wear it to the Renaissance fair. So it has, it has dual use. So I'm all about, I'm pragmatic. This is what I, this is what I focus on. I want to be able to wear the thing more often than just one day a year. 